0: Good afternoon, Andrew. How are you doing?
1: I'm good, man. How's it going? It's
0: going really well. I'm always happy to to see your face. Uh, you and I have done a lot of this virtual zooming recently. I think it's been uh, over a, a week and a half since we've seen each other uh, in the flesh. So, but I'm always really blessed to to see you over this medium and over technology. Uh, I just wanted to see how you're doing on this Palm Sunday. Um, And uh, then I want to ask you some questions as we kind of go into our second episode of this sermon talk back here. So how are you guys doing? And then um, tell me a little bit about what the youth are doing and how people can get uh, in touch with you um, at central.
1: Yeah. So we're hanging in there. Uh, Some days are better than others. Um, Just trying to figure out the best way to do life Uh, just together all the time. And so you can imagine there's a lot of joys and there's a lot of challenges that come with that, especially with a toddler running around trying to learn how to become a preschool teacher all at once. So that's that's good. But yeah.
0: uh, <laughs> learning uh, to be a preschool teacher sounds uh challenging.
1: <laughs> they don't get paid enough. That's uh that's what I learned.
0: <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs>
1: Uh, but overall, you know, things are, things are okay. Um, as, as okay and good as they can be in a situation yeah. like this, but we, um, with youth stuff is, has been pretty fun, uh, learning how to, how to be a youth pastor during a time of pandemic, if you will, um, doing a lot of Instagram. Uh, so, uh, people becoming
0: an influencer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I tell people. My job is to become a a very concentrated influencer so a lot of updating instagram a lot of updating facebook and all the stories and learning how to do good campaigns like that and theme up the days and, th- and things of that nature we do devotionals and those go up on mondays on instagram youtube and facebook and then kind of the way that i have uh, decided to do it was uh take what we do on a sunday night and spread it out mm. throughout the week um, so we do a devotional on Monday, then we have a Lectio Divina on Tuesday, kind of a, a way of reading scripture. Mm-hmm. And right now we're going through the Psalms on that. Um, cool. Wednesdays for wisdom, uh, and it's usually silly. The first one was Ron Swanson for Parks and Recreation. Uh, there's never been a sadness that can't be cured by breakfast food. Um, that's right. <laughs> so there was that. Specifically. And then Thursday's, bacon. Yeah. All the bacon and eggs um and thursdays we usually kind of throw some pictures from past trips and times of hanging out just to remind people um and to bring joy in their lives and fridays are usually and saturdays are usually kind of sabbath like take some time for yourself if it's nice get outside um don't get too close to people though um (laughs) then we do sunday mornings we do a zoom meeting with uh zoom sunday school with uh with parents and right now we're doing one called called to community from the work of the people and then we do sunday night youth and those are small groups those are it's a game and a small groups based on the devotional on monday which is based on what sermon happened on sunday the sunday before. Cool. so yeah so keeping up with that and then i got some other little projects i'm working on i really want to do uh some storytelling stuff interviewing kids what their life has been like
0: challenges that kind of stuff helping them tell their stories so hopefully we'll get that going that's the next that's awesome yeah i'm really happy that you can share that because i just want to say on on my end it's been really inspirational to watch you work during this time andrew like you really mobilized quickly kind of uh saw where the curve was going before um others of us and uh you've really been kind of out in front of us on this and so that's been helpful and you you helped me navigate uh Zoom, because I'm not always the, the best at it, uh, but you and I have so- somehow become the gurus, uh, mostly you. I'm, I'm in the lineage, and so I'm uh, just very thankful, and I'm uh, just blessed to be a part of a staff that you're on, because it's wonderful to to watch you work in the way that you're intentional about caring for our youth and our, our parents, and, and really the whole congregation, um, not only in your teaching, but in your example. So I'm happy that uh, i 'm getting to see it firsthand but I wanted you to share a little bit because uh, sometimes that can go go missed and so i 'm just really happy uh, that you shared that and i 'm just uh, very thankful that you 're doing all that so now i 'm going to ask you uh, some questions as we kind of do uh, our second week here of this sermon talk back series um, so Luke today uh, kind of walked us through uh, what was what pretty much in in my remembrance the the most um, unique Palm Sunday I've been a part of, uh, just in that it was, uh, it's interesting to be in a space where no one is, um, and, uh, have to kind of rely on, uh, new things, kind of pulling in on, uh, old traditions or, or leaning on, um, more simple, uh, modes of doing things. And I was reminded of that when Luke talked about, um, how Jesus entered into Jerusalem so that he came in through the Eastern gate and it was kind of a slap together ticker tape parade as he's on a bandy-legged beast, as Rob says, uh, whereas, like, um, Alexander the Great or Herod would enter in the western gate on these big war horses on a parade that was probably planned months month in advance, and they spent, they spared no expense, and then Jesus came in on this uh, eastern side, and I wanted to know, um, are you kind of experiencing something like that right now uh, during the season of of quarantine? Today was Palm Sunday, and, you know, usually we would get all dressed up, and you know, maybe Iris would have had a dress and we would have done the donkey walk and we would have really relied on all of these big planned events that as a staff we get together and do. Um, How was it to be in a a space where you're kind of having to just draw on the simplicity of what you have around you um, and and lean on your, um, what's going on? Did you find any connection there or I don't know, just kind of talk that out.
1: Yeah, it was, um, there's a little bit of, on our end as the mockery is a little bit of mourning because we're mm-hmm. both looking forward to being with Iris on Palm Sunday, waving the palms, um, enjoying that aspect, participating in it in that way, doing the donkey walk is always fun. Cause usually I get a couple of our teenagers to hold the banners and mm-hmm. um, everybody has a good time. And so I guess in regards to just kind of holding on to, to, to what we got, it was, it was really just, you know, or usually with Iris and worship, she goes downstairs, and we're able to yeah. engage. And so, our Palm Sunday, you know, was just doing the best we can to try yeah. to find uh, that space. And 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 it really kind of ended up being one of us would watch worship for a little bit while the other corralled the toddler, and then um, yeah. we'd kind of switch off. Um, and that that's kind of grasping for what we got, which is. Um, space for us to engage um, online while at the same time having to navigate uh, life on on, in in quarantine together you know and 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 it really I I think where God meets us in that space is just in, in in that very aspect of of giving it our all even though yeah if you watched it if you wa if you live streamed our family Palm Sunday, if you will, it yeah. looks rather chaotic and messy. But for me, that's kind of the um the message of Palm Sunday to some extent yeah. is that it was chaotic and it was a mess. It was palm branches, it was jackets, it was a donkey, and you know, yeah. And here we go. Here's this makeshift party. And uh um, yeah and and Jesus is at the center of it and at the center of our chaos was wanting to connect with Christ the best that we could yeah um sometimes i felt like we probably didn't catch him quick enough and stared at the rear end of the donkey <laughs> um but at least we caught a glimpse you know that's yeah. kind of
0: where we're at that's all, that was that's beautifully said Andrew. i love that caught a glimpse and and what i heard you saying there you know is that there was mourning but uh, also kind of uh, the, the struggle between chaos um, and, and mourning and, and joy and, and all of the different things. And Luke talked about that, this juxtaposition that we're seeing uh, right now, just in our time where um, we're still trying to celebrate um, our normal things like uh, Holy Week and Easter and Palm Sunday, while being faced with the, the real realities of uh, grief and the, the loss of stability, the loss of jobs, the loss of life, the loss of tradition, all of these things that we're kind of seeing juxtaposed. And you said something right when we began talking that there's a lot of joys and challenges, you know, just with uh, work and with life right now, as well as everything going on. And so this has always been the struggle of the church, right? How do we juxtapose um, the celebration of, of uh, Palm Sunday and Easter Sunday against Monday, Thursday and Good Friday and Holy Saturday? These, How do we juxtapose the the grief and the celebration um, the relief of getting out of the season of Lent this season, we've been kind of tilling the ground until Easter, but not missing uh, the light and the dark, the celebration and the grief, uh, the, the, the loss of what's going on. How are you seeing that juxtaposition um, in your own life during this time? And um, what can that tell the church today uh, as we kind of deal with this real life grief um, and celebration and, and how could that help us in the future?
1: yeah so i think of um a few things uh when when it comes to the juxtaposition you know there there is a lot i mean i'm a very social person um and you ask anybody that's why i typically don't sit in my office i sit in the middle of the common space because i can see people come in and out and i could say hello and i could be present with them aj will tell you that it takes 20 minutes for me to leave church because I'm always shaking hands and, and, and talking to people and just wanting to engage.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and so there's a lot of mourning and loss and just not being physically connected to people. But I, the the juxtaposition of that is we've connected to a lot of friends that we've left um, through these kind of Zoom conferences. And yeah. our, we're talking to our families a lot more. And it, it's for whatever reason, we're all, we all have this common experience um of of distancing, our, distancing ourselves from others socially and physically but mm-hmm. i i don't think we've social distance in fact if anything we've become uh just distantly social um yeah. and it's the way i heard someone say it on facebook and, and so i'm stealing that we've been more distantly social with folks and because now we all have a common experience again and so we do yeah. game nights online uh, we stay connected to people, and so there's, 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 um, you know, grief in the fact that like physically I'm not able to see my friends and 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 hike, and go hang out mm-hmm. our favorite restaurants and breweries and all those places that really brought life to us, and even as mm-hmm. much as hiking, uh, you know, not yeah. hiking as much because we don't want to be a part of that problem of overcrowding places, mm-hmm. uh, but joy in the new ways and reconnections that we've made. Um, over this and then I also think leading up to Easter and our with our parent Sunday school class this morning we had a video from Walter Bruegerman and one of the things that he says and I kept it here um when he right here and it was fun that you asked me this question he said Jesus already performed many resurrections of people who have been declared dead by the dominant system Mm -hmm. and that spurred off conversations with um our families. Our parents that like, you know, Easter's the big resurrection, but we need not to forget that along the way, there's a lot of little resurrections that lead to that.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: And and so we asked, you know, them about like what little resurrections they've experienced in the midst of essentially what's a death. We've been talking a lot about disruption when it comes to COVID-19. Really, it's a death of what life looked like for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. we have We have died to our previous life, and there's been little resurrections on the way and so one of them is the resurrection of the kitchen table where you used to have yeah. families running around all over the place. Google calendars can 't keep up, and all of a sudden now they have to they 're sitting down and eating dinner together a lot more there 's a resurrection of neighborhoods as people are mm-hmm. standing on their front lawns, they said. Um, shouting out to each other, working in the yard. <laughs> Even me, my, you know, I had to. As as my neighbor and I stood distantly, we had to talk about how to fix a busted frost pipe. and Because yeah. I, I didn't have, I didn't know how to do that. But he's outside and I'm outside, so we talk to each other now. Wow. Yeah. Um, so there's this little resurrections everywhere we look, and I'm grateful that this is happening in the spring, because the world is resurrecting all around us. Yeah. Um, and so even though we've kind of died to a previous life, um, we, we're seeing new life spring up in, in, in different ways. And that's been something I've held on to a lot, too.
0: That's awesome. Uh, that's, I think that's, again, really well said. The, the juxtaposition of life and death that is seen in the seasons and that this is a season um, where it feels like a lot of death, uh, but out of that is coming... Um, the resurrection of things that, that give new life. And so um, I think that that's such a beautiful uh, way of saying that. And Brueggemann uh, is really good at in capturing those those little <laughs> nuggets like that. The the last thing I wanted, oh well, my dog is going to join us for part of it. Uh, the last thing I wanted to uh, ask you about was in our, our book that we're kind of using, uh, We Make the Road by Walking, which Lisa and I commented was um, kind of appropriate for this time, because all of us are learning what it means, uh, like you said, um, to do life right now. And uh, some of that is reclaiming things of old, like the kitchen table or being outside in the lawn and, and relying on one another, as well as um, how do we navigate uh, a digital space? And so uh, that's kind of, uh, we're making this road together. Uh, all of us have this shared experience now of of being, uh, of being um, quarantined or, or, or physically distant. And so we're moving along uh, as one. And he says, and Luke quoted this in the end of his sermon, it's on page 150. Um, It has been quite a day, Palm Sunday, a Sunday we will never forget, the beginning of a week we will never forget. What a wild mix of emotions. What a collection of dramatic events. As we fall asleep tonight, we should ponder this. To be alive is to learn what makes for peace. It's not more weapons, more threats, more fear, but more faith, more freedom, more hope, more joy, more love. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. And I just wanted to, I think McLaren speaks so well to, you know, the wild mix of emotions that is Palm Sunday and is Holy Week, no matter what. Uh, But that during this time specifically, this will be a Holy Week we never forget. Um, It'll be a Palm Sunday we never forget, a, a Good Friday, a Monday, Thursday, an Easter Sunday we never forget just because of the uniqueness of our time. Um, but the end, where he talks about, we need to focus more on hope and joy and more life rather than more fear and more anxiety. Um, just comment on that that quote from McLaren and 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 what that what it spoke to you uh, specifically during this time of Holy Week as we kind of make the road by walking in a new reality. I think when I think about
1: that, um, you know. What, what Holy Week is going to mean to me uh, more, especially in regards to what McLaren was saying, is that this week we get to practice um, finding those things such as grace, hope, peace, and love, and all those things um, because we're so slow. Um, and I think about Brother Lawrence's practicing the presence of God and how my Holy Week will be focused on experiencing god in the the mundane everydayness of just being Mm. at home pressure washing my deck cleaning dishes potty training my child um you know trying to not fight with my wife um and try not to upset her (laughs) doing the dishes you know all of those things i i feel like a holy week this week set aside is a is a week that we get to set aside for ourselves to learn what it's like to experience the holy in the everydayness of life um, and practicing it in that way. Um, Because usually even during Holy Week's past, we're still busy. We're still aiming for the big things. And now our, our focus is to um, slow down, to be still, to do what only, what is only necessary. Um, Yeah. And, and that is what will bring life to our world. And that's what we're called to do, um, is to bring life. And we get to bring that life um, through the everyday mundaneness. And it's in that that we experience the holiness of God. And, and that, so that's I, we get to practice peace and hope uh, by being slow, home, and finding God in the everyday and the mundane. That's
0: what I think of. Man, that's awesome. Andrew, I'm really happy that we got to talk uh, like this today, and um, I really think that uh, you had some really, really interesting um, perspectives, and the one that is really sticking with me is, you know, in the chaos of wrangling a, teena- or a teenager, a toddler who probably acts like a teenager sometimes, just knowing Iris, uh, wrangling a child and, and kind of trying to keep a household together and chaos and figure out a new way of life, that there are still um, little glimpses of Of Jesus, and that sometimes we're only catching the the backside of the donkey, or um, we're only seeing the beginnings of the shoots pop up during spring, but that uh, these glimpses are little moments of rebirth for us, and so um, I'm really thankful that you found time. I know that you have youth uh, this evening, um, but found time to talk and um, shared uh, with me and with the congregation just uh, some really great insights on Luke's uh, sermon. Um, Is there anything else you want to want to say otherwise? uh, I'm good. I'm good, man. This was fun. It is. Well, peace and blessings, brother. I'll probably talk to you tomorrow.
1: All right. See ya. All
0: right.